Welcome to the Bad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man, Stevens, and Rob, the old guy, visiting us once again. What does it become a permanent? Yeah, what does it become a permanent position? I think he basically has become a permanent <laughs> position, John. You might want to revise that. Yeah, you're gonna have to change that up. <laughs> then, okay, permanent, like, permanent position, possibly drop if you're good at I it. I think Rob's been on the show more than Brian has. I get <laughs> well the last year. That's definitely for sure. But he's in a dying no, industry. I mean, in the entire show, <laughs> the Mad Trio and. <laughs> I mean, real flicks reviews combined. That's true. We're almost at a hundred episodes for the Mad Trio. Yeah. Good. Teenagers offer free squirts of hand sanitizers to shopping in Bradford. <laughs> that sounds so bad. But it's <laughs> from teenagers a squirt. Super glue. Uh, it's this, super glue. This Great. is from this is from the examinerlive.co.uk. Yeah, I figured it. The group oh, of, it's in UK. Yeah. Got it. Makes more the sense. The group of boys yeah, were seeing approaching multiple people outside of Morrison's supermarket at Five Lanes Ends and Bradford. A group of teenagers put superglue in a hand of uh, sanitizer bottles and offered free squirts to shoppers in Bradford. Claims a woman who narrowly avoided the trap. The boys were reportedly stood outside the Morrison supermarket at Five Lane Ends yesterday evening. They were spotted approaching different shoppers in turn, offering them free squirts from the branded hand sanitizer bottle. And I guess the old adage goes, you can't always trust those friendly neighborhood teenagers. I, you know those Brits? Everybody Damn whippersnappers. They think they're really, you know, they're all snooty and their chins are up in the air. But there you go. Gosh. <laughs> did the kids get charged? Or That's actually what. Away? I, I would I'm, like I'm, to see them stuck to a I'm, wall. I'm, sc- I'm roll- scrolling down. It's funny. I, I love the lad approached, the lad approached me showing me the well, bottle to sanitize it. I don't know. All of a sudden, it's like some no. like generic 1920s radio ad guy. Um, the lad, the lad approached me, showing me a bottle of sanitizer, asking if I'd like a free pump. Uh, <laughs> That's oh uh, god, <laughs> it means something completely different out here. It sure is. See, so you're either talking about so you're either talking about hand sanitizer or a woman of ill repute or a gentleman of ill repute. Let's uh, or both. Yeah, yeah. I heard one of the lads laughing, saying it's effing glue. They're all la- walking off laughing and said, I'll pass. Thank you. Uh, no, it doesn't say. Um, that's it. That, that, that's it. That, 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 it's <laughs> that, a tease and nothing else. Yes, no, it's, it doesn't but say. they have to go to the hospital and get their the emergency anti-glue sticker. Do you imagine that, too? Because you, you're going like oh, this. Oh, I know. So like it would somebody be, like, it'd be horrible. It could, you'd probably rip the skin off your your hands. I'm right? just thinking, imagine like the worst case scenario. Some dudes, you know, who's, some guy's in junk in his funk and all of a oh. sudden his hand's stuck to it or some chick's adjusting her chest. I just, there's this all sorts of ways Thanks this could go wrong. Stuff you know, it reminds quickly. me of that, uh, of that joke from um, Reservoir Dogs. Where he's talking about that guy's girlfriend who gl- super found him cheating. And then super glued his penis to his chest, his stomach area, you know, and he had to do, he had to pee doing, you know, uh, handstands for a week or something. That's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wouldn't hey, be good. Have brought it up. Yeah. That wouldn't be good. That wouldn't be good. Unfortunately, every time you talk about reservoir dogs, it reminds me of my favorite conversation at the beginning of the movie. The commode? Well, I, the I love the, the, the tipping. <laughs> A Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic game is reported to be in development without EA or BioWare, which could so be awesome. Straight through, okay, but is Disney in charge of it since Disney owns Star Wars? <coughs> well, Disney recently did say they're, the, I read somewhere that they're reopening, <coughs> excuse me, um, oh, what's it called? It's their, 
I forgot what it's called. It was um, the Star Wars. The they reopened the the unit the, the the creator who oh, basically controlled all the game content. Lucas uh, uh, Game Studios. They reopened. Um, let's see, it's supported to be in development not by EA or Bioware, the studio or behind the original game was reported VGC. The latest rumor comes courtesy of the Star Wars Insider who spoke recently about uh, the Bob podcast. Uh, they don't say, but the fact it's not done by the original creators, um, Bioware I like. EA I'm not a big fan of. So what do you think though? I mean, this is something that you would, if, if I guess here's... If, if it was on only on um, the, at the Series X, would it make you get a Series X to play it? I might consider it. I, I'm not jumping at the bit to get one, mostly because of Xbox's basically mandatory internet requirements now. <laughs> Does you know what I mean? Does the Xbox Series uh, X now, have I that can, requirement? I can do some things. Uh, well, Xbox Live requires it. I can do some things on it on it without internet. But I mean, in the area I'm at, I'm, I'm kind of screwed on internet. So, so that's my whole whole thing. I don't want to spend five hundred dollars on a box that I am limited on. Is pretty much what I wanted. Where I'm at. So I don't know. I, I would consider it, but I wouldn't be rushing out the door to do it. It would be something in the back of my mind, you know, if I if I decide to save up for it or something. But I'm not, you know, it's not a priority for me anymore, I guess. No, I, I mean, mean, I still have my box, but I don't, I'm not like playing it all the time much anymore. So, no, I mean, I, I bought mine just because I, it's still something I enjoy. I probably play it an hour or two a week just because I don't want my, I don't want my son seeing me play violent video games. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't play it as much as I used to, but for me, you know, and like you, it's just a matter of sheer time to actually play. Yeah. I'm I'm curious, though, if it's going to have, that was always my annoyance is uh, always online. I don't know. There's There's got to be an offline mode. I'll have to look into this if I can remember of seeing if there's an well, actually I, offline mode the, that, for it. The one has like an offline mode, but um, you can't, you can't do certain things in a lot of the games want you to be connected to the internet while you're playing. So that's one of my issues. Have you, uh, moving the subject a little bit, I, I, internet is an issue for many of us who live up in the rural areas. Uh, have you looked at uh, Starlink and see if you can get be part, part of their beta? You know, I've heard of Starlink. I haven't really looked into it, though. That's uh, Elon Musk's. Thing yeah, with Star uh, but, SpaceX, they call it Starlink. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know they got a, a beta going, and uh, I, but I don't know anybody in the United States, unless they're listening to the show and will call, uh, let us know otherwise, that uh, has been part of the beta. Uh, I've read multiple multiple places online where people in the middle of nowhere have been amazed, like just not only how well it works, but how fast it is. Now I. I am curious because you're talking about like low orbiting satellites, what the actual lag time is for a video game. But the fact you can watch like Netflix and say like the middle of the Amazon jungle is is pretty amazing to me. A a game though, I think it still has too much latency, but um, you know, a game, I don't know. That's why they're, they're doing this beta and they're trying to see what they can do. And these are all low earth, low earth orbit satellites. So, 
the latency is much better than uh, Hughes or Viastat or yeah, I can imagine, but, but uh, supposed to be much better. Yeah. But still, uh, you know, for things, everything other maybe than gaming, it's supposed to be pretty good. But you know, so here's 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 what I'm reading real quick. So and this is on the Xbox support.xbox.com. It says, "Do you use your Xbox?" Well, this is Xbox One, but it also says it's the Series X. Um, use your Xbox without being prompted to connect to live, set it offline. So there apparently is a way, but the biggest question is, what do the games do? Um, yeah, like I can't use some of the games that I've downloaded. That's on a D- live. that's a DRM issue. That's the sole yeah. reason I'm against it because it needs that. So that needs yeah. that connection. And the problem is also for you is if you, if even if say, if you had a hotspot and wanted just to have it ho- phone home, is there an update to it? That's, that's the other issues. You can't say no to oh, updates. It's automatic. Yeah. Yeah. So like practically every time I turned my box on and hooked it up to my hotspot, it's an update, which is not a bad thing. I mean, I do have unlimited, so I not too worried about it, but sometimes it'll bog down the update and then it will freeze the update. And then I have to restart the box to get it to hook back up and do the update. So it's, it's just become a pain in the ass. And it's like, I don't, I, is it even worth it to me to be sitting here dealing with this? So, yeah, I mean, I would say, yeah. I guess it, it depends on your motivation. I mean, right now I'm lucky to have pretty good internet. I mean, if I was where you are, I don't know. I mean, I still love video games, but for me, it's just a matter of time and not wanting to. Yeah, no, I get it. I just don't, I also don't want my son to see it. I mean, I love violent video games. Like Cyberpunk is fascinating, even though the company that made it really wet, uh, shit the bed on it. Yeah, I heard that. I I kind of wanted to get it, but it's just one of those that I'm like. Mm. It's not that big of a priority to me right now. So in yeah. all in all okay. honesty, I would do what you did with a, with your Xbox One. Wait a couple of years, you can find it for three hundred dollars. You know. Yeah. So uh, Budweiser, we all know Budweiser, announced Monday morning that it's foregoing that this, this morning. <clears throat> excuse me, that it's foregoing its annual Super Bowl. Let me try this again. Budweiser announced Monday morning that it is foregoing its annual Super Bowl commercial slot for the first time in 37 years. Really? Uh, yep. And <clears throat> joining follow juggernauts, Coke, Hyundai, and Pepsi, and skipping this year's Super Bowl broadcast. <clears throat> so, and it says amid the financial uncertainty of COVID-19 pandemic. So, it's kind of interesting. Um, no, Bud, no Clydesdales. I, Which is about what everybody watches the Super Bowl for, right? I heard my favorite spin on this. Favorite spin on the radio show I was listening to this afternoon was saying that it, it's not because they want to help COVID. It's just they realize like putting a million dollar Super Bowl commercial isn't, and there's no returns. Like the, so there's, you know, basically they're saying the Super Bowl draws so little audience now it's not worth the, the cost well, to put out a commercial. What they're really saying, what, and, and Budweiser almost admits it here, that the problem is, is that the bars and the pubs and all the places that most of their beer is actually consumed aren't open and uh so they're saying okay so why should we spend you know how many hundred millions of dollars for this one minute ad for what return i would actually be curious to see 
how much their alcohol sales are increased or declined. Because I keep reading online like how people are drinking twice as much as they ever did. Well, it may be, but that's still the point that Budweiser brings up is that you know our audience, especially for Super Bowl, they usually go to a bar to watch the Super Bowl to join all the other watch people watches and you know and pound Budweiser. So their whole point is, why should we put money into something that we know that's not going to happen during the pandemic? Hmm. Right. They're right. You know, they're not, they're they not right, alone. But, you know? but I'm more, it's like <clears throat> kind of a surprise that, I mean, they're, it's a tradition. It's 37 years. On. Yeah. 37 yeah, years, man. I, we I all look forward to those commercials. I'm, I'm hoping Johnny Walker takes the spot. That, that, that's, that's, that's get a, let's get a drink that, you know. During the pandemic that everybody should actually be drinking. If you're going to get drunk, why do it on Budweiser? <laughs> I mean, come on, let's, let's do something that's at least a better tasting. No? Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm really... not a Budweiser drinker either, so I won't say yeah, anything about I, I... it. I can't. I can't speak on any of them because I really don't. I've been yeah. drinking so. We're long not. The, we're not the right group here. We're not yeah. drinkers. How, however, I mean, if oh. I was natural ice. I would totally buy that commercial and I would totally like, I, I would show it as up class beer instead of the, Hey, all I have is five bucks. Let's get that 36 pack. Yeah, of natural I, th- I really think PBR ought to step in and go, let's just hammer Pabst Blue Ribbon and say, Hey, but it's a Russian yeah. beer. I'm not quite sure if they're going to nah. buy Ruski beer. Nah, it's good. Um, Oh, and other news. This is my news. My uh, my uh, news anchor impersonation. Okay. Um, Larry King died, nineteen thirty three yes. to yeah. twenty twenty one. Now I was yeah. reading that um, people were saying that he took the COVID vaccine and then had a bad reaction to it. Now I don't know if that's true. You know what? I had not seen or heard that today. It kind of seems to me like that just might be some, you know, (laughs) crap propaganda being passed around. That that would have been headline leading. You're absolutely right. That would have been headline leading. Larry King dies from vaccine. That would have been. Not necessarily. It would would have been. No, not necessarily. Uh, I disagree. Not the way the media has been pumping it. (laughs) Uh, So here's, here's my conspiracy theory, even, and yes, it's spreading FUD, uh, fear, uncertainty, doubt. But even if he did die, the way the media is reporting it, they wouldn't do it. They they would, they if they did do it in page nine, right next to the the ads for women's underwear. I I just don't see them doing it because they've been pushing it so heavily. <laughs> so the the the, you know, the government's going to say, okay, all you news services out there, no, you can't you can't report. No, I'd be voluntarily. Uh, no. Because, you know, I'm just saying, I, I, no, I think that's what would, would probably Come happen. On, really? Let's yeah, see, Fox wouldn't let it go. I said last week about, you know, like, do you really believe that all news sources are corrupt, John? Do you really believe that? <clears throat> you believe all news sources are corrupt? That's literally what I'm asking. Are we yes, in, are yes we and no. Are we a news source? <laughs> <laughs> we're not a news source, we're, are we? We're, come on, we're we're uh, we're, uh, we're, we're really we're consider a, us a news source. Do we I mean, have we a? Do talk about things, but we're, uh, we're, we're, we're Mike. We're more like the opinion column. I mean, uh, that's right. We don't go my, out and get news. We just take give opinion to everybody else's news. Yeah, we're meta. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, do meta. I believe they're all corrupt? It, it, I would. I would say. Oh, boy, we're going to backpedal on this one. No, my opinion. <laughs> the, the more I think about it, I would say the the. Most of New York, the New York media, I'd say yes, because they have an obvious bias. I think Wall Street Journal and other or organizations try, but I think they're they're right leaning and more often than not. 
Right as in right wing or right as in correct? Right uh, right wing. Oh, Okay. Um, politically, I, I, I do think that we live another time of, you know, the Hearst style yellow journalism. And that's that's not a crack in Asians. Look it up. Um, I, I just I, I think we have we're a point in time where we have to select our media carefully. And unfortunately, we have a tendency to do so within our own bias. But I do I, I do I think just, they I mean, what, what was that? I'm going to let you finish. I just think about the vaccine. I just don't think they would report it. Plus the fact, I mean, I don't know how you would prove it because the, the, you know, where I'm at, I I don't get where they would be able to prove yes or no, that the vaccine was the cause of his death. But, you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if they came up with some, some, I wouldn't say conspiracy theory. I would just say some type of, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I, you know, I mean, a favorite, I, you know, that, go you ahead, Rob. Trust me, <laughs> trust me. If if Larry King died because of taking the vaccine, it would be headline breaking news everywhere. However, yeah. he, he was eighty seven years old, so any any sort of any sort of fever you get it at that age could be potentially lethal. So it could have been. Yes, I agree. It could have been multiple things. Could have, and more than likely it was. And he was not in the best of health. I mean, he's had heart issues for. 30 years. So, um, and according to a friend of mine, he's, he's looked like the crypt keeper since she was a child. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, this, this reminds me of a old, uh, I don't remember if it was Chris rock or, uh, um, Dave Chappelle. And they said at a certain point in your life, when you die, it doesn't matter what it is. It's natural causes. When you reach <laughs> a certain age, it you can be walking across the street yeah. and get hit by a bus and it's natural causes because you can't move out of the damn way. Yeah, this and, is true. Yeah, so, so, you know, I gotta say, you know, it's, it's nothing against Larry King, but I'm just saying, I guess it could be considered natural causes. Like John said. Yeah. Well, there's you some know? truth to that. I, I mean, <laughs> apparently they've been, uh, there was a person here in a county near near us, Placer County, as a matter of fact, uh, that had taken a vaccine shot and died within like 30 minutes to an hour after taking the vaccine and had oh, an wow. absolute major reaction to it. Now, uh. what they don't tell you is, is that they have people dying every year from the flu shot, the standard flu shot, not the COVID shot. Yeah. The standard flu shot who go into some form of anaphylactic shock from whatever right in 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 it and and they die and it's unfortunate and so you know saying oh my god everything's wrong with this this covid vaccine i think is jumping the gun a little bit now you know now though i do have a question and i I saw this brought up in one of the comments about that up an answer sure um about (laughs) about that the, the person who passed away now the the comment I heard is, did he have coronavirus? And if you get the if you get the shot on top of the coronavirus, does it create a lethal effect? You know, you bring up a real good point. And that was the comment been, I heard. Yeah, I read. Uh, it, that's been mentioned uh, recently from uh, a few of the people that have died supposedly after taking the vaccine, but those people had already had COVID. And my question is. Why are we, and there must be a good reason if there's a doctor willing to step onto this platform and talk, why is a person that's already had COVID getting a vaccine 
now anyway, because should they not have some form of immunity by the fact that they had it? Everything I've heard, it says it know, go, the immunity goes away in like eight months to a yeah. year. Yeah, but... Yeah, that's the thing I've heard as well, is that even though you had an immunity to it, it doesn't necessarily mean that that immunity is still with you uh, valid. After, after and, a certain point in time. I, I, okay, I'll accept and on that. Top of that. And on top of that, what else they're bringing up is that it's not necessarily the same as the flu where you have a built up immunity to it right away. They're finding that that doesn't necessarily apply to this because it's mutating so rapidly uh, that you may have an immunity to it from a previous mutation, but not the current mutation. So why are so they, there's a lot of factors. They, they came out today and both Pfizer and Madura came out today and said, <clears throat> If you take our vaccine, it will be good for the mutations. All of them. That's what they said. Because okay. I've heard because all these mutations that, that are, are from the base, happening. the base strains of the RNA of the of the virus, and that it will it it'll still protect you. I oh, sir, what were you saying, James? I was gonna say then that's just something that must have happened since the since I heard that you know they, that's why they they were saying that you might not have that. Uh, immunity to the new to the next mutation or whatever is going on with it. So I that must have been well, something that I, they I developed did, recently. I did I hear the day that one of the new strains they say that Moderna or the other one Pfizer are actually working to try to come up with a booster shot for their current because they say the the one I heard it says it's thirty percent more lethal. So you yeah so you bring up a really good point that we're not yeah. hearing. First of all, we don't seem to be able to get the rollout of a first vaccination going well. Um. You know, all these people that have signed up, including myself, uh, my, my date to get the shot is until like the middle of February. So we'll have to make Thanks. sure that that shot right before my, that show right before that might be my last. I don't know. But, but we'll, uh, we'll see. We'll see. But the point is, is all they ever talk about is get your first shot. Nobody's talking about the second. And I read today, they're actually saying there's enough dose in that first shot that you could draw some off and pull it so that you have some, some left for a second. I'm going, what are you, are you guys crazy? I mean, I'm no what? kidding you. We're talking about researchers in I, I don't know, I forgot what the term for the doctors that study viruses, virologists, uh, whatever no, they are. My head right uh, yeah, but what, yeah, they're actually saying that. I'm going, you, what, we, what is going on? And I got to tell you, I mean, our country has no excuse for not handling this rollout of this vaccine in, much better than what's going on. I mean, when we hear that states, because the states are in control my understanding are, are in control of rolling out the vaccines to everybody where, you know, you, you've got half the doses just sitting in warehouses and nobody doing anything. But and, I'm, I'm sorry, but it's, it's all Trump's fault. Yeah. So, sure. uh, yeah. <laughs> obviously, okay, I'm not gonna argue. I mean, he's, you know, he's obviously controlling everything still. So why, uh, Newsom governor Newsom, <laughs> why, you know, do you stand there and you do an hour and a half to two hour newscast 
which I cannot get through past the first 10 minutes of, and I swear I tried to listen to it today. You mean besides the fact he sounds like he's been sucking in a car muffler because he sounds like yeah, this? Yeah, I, well, I, I've got no excuse. I'm not sounding like my old self but anymore he, either. But, he, sounds like a, uh, he sounds like a pro wrestler from the 80s. He's like, and I know you, you know. Yeah, I know, and it, it's really bad, but and his news co- conferences are just horrible. Absolutely horrible if anybody's ever watched them. It's it's government it's government efficiency at its best. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. I it's my understanding that uh he and his wife and kids and family and everybody all have been vaccinated. I guess he's more important than the rest of us. So have you ever heard of That's Cynthia Hess? <laughs> yeah. Cynthia, Cynthia Cynthia Hess. Hess was an exotic dancer who in 1994 got the IRS to agree that her breast implants were a business expense and therefore were exempt from tax. I have no problem with that. (laughs) So how is that for a a segue that's not leading anywhere? All right. How about Ted Cruz and Seth Rogen are having a Twitter battle? Can't stand Seth Rogen, so it doesn't bother me. I'm... Um, I, I agree with you. I don't really like I, Seth Rogen either. I just don't like his sense of humor or his stand-ups, which I watched a couple of times trying to figure out why he was supposedly funny. It's his sense of superiority that really drives me nuts. <laughs> there you go. That's a, I love it. That's the perfect example. Like his, you know, yeah. humor, I, humor. I just can't stand him. Yeah. I, I'm not right. a, I'm not a fan of his humor, but you know, humor is totally subjective. However, he has this, to me at least, he seems like he has this Hollywood elitism superiority attitude that just drives me nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I, you, you know what? I think you're right. You hit it right on the head. I, I never thought about it that way, but I, I'll agree with you. I think that's what it is. He does have this air of being better than better than everyone else. No, I mean, it could be the fact that maybe, A, text is a horrible way to actually say, to, to convey anything that's of, of serious nature or laughable nature because everybody's going to take it one way or another. I mean, maybe his arguments back and forth were, you know, supposed to be funny, but if you actually read the tweets, it sounds completely victorolic. I mean, he sounds like he's, um, you know, veins are popping out of his head, spits flying out. He just, that, that's kind of the, the, the tone that I got from those. I'm sure it is. <laughs> those, those I, tweets. You know, here's a, here's a, <laughs> this, I swear, Ted Cruz, I got to give him credit. Cruz added to Rogan. He was, you know, in their twiddle, twiddle battle, <laughs> listen, tweet battle, whatever you want to call it. Even though you battle of the twits, you, you behave online like a Marcus Marxist with Tourette's. I got to <laughs> love that. Your movies are typically pretty funny. I'm sure that you hate that I enjoy them. And, Ro- <laughs> and Rogan denoted that Tourette's runs in his family. Who? Rogan. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's, um, damn, that's, 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 uh, oh boy. Wow. That's, uh, you know what? And, and so, you know, people jump online and talk about the medical reasons for it know, and everything. I want to see a medical I, diagnosis I can't say that I'm that guy the has for biggest... I can't say I'm the biggest Ted Cruz fan. I do, I have liked him <laughs> at point at well, points he, in his uh, yeah. political career, but uh, I mean he just got 
bad points for liking Seth Rogen movies. <laughs> well, I think he was trying to be nice to him in this case, just to <laughs> throw him a bone, right? Because Ted Cruz could just emasculate him in, at any moment <laughs> with a sentence <laughs> or two. But, uh, you know, I thought it was pretty funny. I'm sorry. Seth Rogen's a comedic actor. I, 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 I'm not a big fan of comedy, so... Minus 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 ten points for being a a, a non funny actor. Well, he's a very typical like Hollywood some. elitist, and yeah, you hit it on the head there, and that's what I was looking for. Yeah. Where you know it's because you're in Hollywood, and, and you know a few people find you funny, and so you get hired to do all these shows or movies or whatever. You think you're better than everyone else. Well, I I took it be wrong. I think I'm an outlier because I know a lot of people who actually laugh at comedies. However, in the last twenty years, I've probably laughed at five comedies maybe and that that's not like a that's not laughing through the whole movie that's kind of huh that's pretty funny i can't even think of the last time i saw a comment but a, a, a movie that's a comedy uh, why would you go to one uh, on the other hand i, I laugh at tarantino movies so so maybe that says something more about me than everybody else oh gosh i'm trying to remember it was the there's a comedy that came out recently i think i told john ann Ryan to watch it. Uh, it was the Ballad of Something. Goodness, I'm trying to remember the name. Oh, of it. oh yeah, that's that. That's the one about the the Wild West guy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've seen the the clips I've seen of that are actually kind of funny, but it's it's because it's violence. That one was hilarious. Okay, well that's good because you hit the nail Buster, on the head. Clips are always funny. Yeah, yeah, Buster Something. What was it? I was uh, thinking Skags, but I'm not sure if that's no. right. No. I think that I think oh, the best way for comedy movies is just put all the best clips together, and you know, and in in fifteen minutes you get the whole movie done. The best parts are done. You're, you're done. Buster Scruggs. That's it. Scruggs. Ballad Scruggs. of Buster Scruggs. Ballad of. Rob, I think you would actually like that one. All right. Well, I'll have to look that one up. Yeah, um, but it was it was because uh, kind of like John John said is it was a darker comedy so there was there was violence and things like that but it was it was just really well done and i i have not liked comedies since basically mel brooks seems to have retired and you know i mean he hasn't really retired he's just not like really making movies anymore he? i mean come on give, give the and, guy. well he still owes us some damn movies <laughs> Okay. Get out there, he Mel. Since Blazing Saddles. Think, let's, well, he, go. let's be honest. James yeah. just wants to see, was it Nazis in space or oh, Nazis yeah. on ice? Nazis somewhere. on ice. Okay. He promised us Nazis on ice. As you a know, Jew, you just want to see frozen I Nazis. I never remember, remember lines very much, but I can never forget. Um, what is it? Uh, <laughs> I just forgot it. <laughs> no, never mind. I cracked myself up. Uh, we were talking about <laughs> that. Was the thought just disappearing? Blazing Saddles. You were talking oh, about Blazing Saddles. Oh no, I was thinking about the up? other one. Um, uh, oh God, Nazis in springtime for. Um, oh, uh, the producers. Yes, time for Hitler. Hitler yeah, yes. it's springtime <laughs> for Hitler in Germany. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Blitz been a long day today. I'm sorry. Happy and gay. <laughs> oh boy um but you know the thing you know i was talking with somebody i think yesterday actually and we brought up blazing saddles and i mean that movie could not be made today 
could you imagine the uproar and theaters being burned <laughs> over over the comedy of that movie being put on the silver screen? Oh man, yeah, and that that's a sad commentary <laughs> I mean, on today's today's world, isn't it? I mean, because what a funny movie! It, it really is. It really it's is. probably <laughs> the best comedy ever made. And I actually will stand by that and say, as far as I'm concerned, it literally is the greatest comedy film ever made. Yeah. It, it, and yeah. Um, there's a guy on Facebook that I ended up just liking his channel randomly. And um, he's a he's a black guy and he's opened up his page to have people suggest movies, songs, television shows, just any random thing that somebody on the internet could think of to have him watch and see if he hasn't seen it before. Mm -hmm. And he had one on blazing saddles and he comes up to start recording the video. And he's like, I, you know, what is a bunch of people told me to watch this film. And I really, I have no words. <laughs> And then he just started, Then, of course, he found words to say, but yeah. he's just like, this is like the funniest movie I've ever. <laughs> and he starts listening, like, in the last 10 years, in 15 years, in 20 years, in 50, and he's like, it's probably the best comedy ever. And, you know, that's saying something, considering how much. How old is this guy? How, uh, he's probably in his. <clears throat> early thirties. Okay. And he's, he, he, he'd never seen it before. No, he wow. grew up, you know, he's he, I, I, in one, <laughs> in one thing, he's just kind of saying that he grew up in the hood. He mostly listened to uh, rap okay. music right. and things like Got that, it. but people are Got it. introducing him to country music, rock music, sure. And just a bunch of different things. Sure. And yeah. so, but he was the his reaction to Blazing Saddles just had me busted up because there's a lot of racism in that film, yeah. and it's just it's not just against black people. It is not. It's racist against everybody. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, they they live. And he's there, and he's talking about the Indians. Yeah, the Indian scene, and. I, nobody pointed out to him that the Indians are actually speaking Yiddish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So exactly. he wouldn't have had any idea. So yeah, absolutely. It was just hilarious. I have a question for you now. What is Peter Pan, Dumbo, the aristocrats, the Swiss family Robinson have in common? Okay. You need to take a step back there for a second. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the Aristocrats or the Aristocats? I, I did that on purpose, but Aristocats. Yeah. What are they? Okay. What? What? <laughs> what we're do they have? A whole different conversation for a second. There, <laughs> yeah. Though. What? What do they have in common? They were all set in the same universe. Disney Plus removes racist Peter Pan, Dumbo, and more yep. from the under seven sun seven. Section under over breach of content advisories. So they there was a big wait, wait, controversy wait. about that. Yeah, so they're, they're pulling con their own content, their own <laughs> content. So what they're doing is they're, they're, they they're decided to make themselves. Well, so they decided to make I guess an age appropriate blocks. There's a kid. There's a kid's, kids sec that, tab. You yeah. can actually activate the kids yeah. section, and you can activate that at what age is your child, and and so that if you're you know your child's at the remote when you're oh. not watching. Uh, they won't get content that might be disturbing. 
So I guess seeing Rambo at like six <laughs> is not, I mean. That may be not the most really? appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they're uh-huh. censoring their own content for age. So I, I, I will say. So maybe people of my age, you know, you get 70 and older. Maybe maybe you shouldn't be able to so see it either. So because Peter Pan, I mean, I could see. I mean, Peter Pan does have that was the whole song is why is the red man red. Yeah, Peter Pan's boring anyway. Um, there there, there yeah, are, there are sections, song, yeah. but I'll be honest. How much of this, I mean, there, there is, if you actually look at it and analyze it as racist, but the question is how many people actually noticed it? And how many people actually, and it's a general question. I've never met Care. anybody who cared <laughs> of any dissent. Like I've never met a native American who said, fuck Disney and that stupid Peter Pan. Never met a single one. Um, I, I've, I've met some African Americans who don't like you know, blackface and some Disney stuff. Totally get, but I'm this, just curious. This brings me back to the thing about that. I had a conversation with, uh, some Mexicans from Mexico. They were, some of them had work visas and things like that, but we got talking about Speedy Gonzalez because hmm. it was right when Speedy Gonzalez was like being banned and pushed out mm. and they were upset by it. Oh yeah. Because to them, Speedy Gonzalez was a great thing. They it loved was, him. Yeah. And, and, and he was an action hero before there were action heroes. And don't forget about his cousin, yeah. Slowpoke Gonzalez. I've, I've met more. <laughs> yeah. there, there was a comedian that made a joke about it years ago talking about, yeah, my cousin. I mean, you know, basically the whole bit was, it's true stereotype was, was his comment. I think this yeah. dude was Hispanic. It might have been Paul Rodriguez, but I wouldn't quote me on that one. Um, what happened to Paul Rodriguez? He had a he got he had a heart attack or something. Something happened. To, I'm sorry. Go on. No, I, no, I, I don't know. I don't. Something I was like, happened. He's like my, one of my favorite comedians. It was very very funny. He was hilarious. Um, I was just surprised because anyways, yeah. a this is a. I was surprised because a this is Disney. Not surprising that some of these movies would get get pulled. The thing I have to actually applaud Disney over because a they've been made. They didn't actually pull the content and make it like Songs of the South. However. I would have been amused if they did that because now disappear. Yeah. Because okay. if they did that, imagine what would happen. How would Disney make money and continue to keep their copyrights if they refused to keep Peter Pan released every couple of years? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, so what, so what I heard they're doing, they're doing what they did with everything else, you know, like with smoking and saying racial stereotypes back in yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada, which I at least applaud that it's, it's getting a oh. cat, you know, well, if you try to explain it, maybe of course you know the audience of six-year-olds wouldn't understand your explanation anyway but the, i guess the point is is if we take some of these things that might be offensive to certain groups if you take them back to the period of time and say uh you know look there, there is some content of maybe like speedy gonzalez is another good example of it or I, there's more examples that are escaping me today my, my, i'm an old man brain mode like can't seem to think straight today. Right, talk about Leroy, but but uh, I think the fact is, you know, if you go in and you try to explain, uh, this actually leads into a story I was looking at, talking about the Jungle Cruise in Disney World, where oh. you know Disneyland has come out and said that they have to make some changes to the depictions of indig- indigenous oh, people. There's right there the 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 the. the um the cannibals or whatnot there. Yeah. There's native Americans and, and yeah. Africans and yeah. Cause doesn't one of them have that, that stereotypical like bone through my vaguely yeah, remember yeah. this. No, they do. They do. So they're going through, <clears throat> through that and improving the image, I guess, of these indigenous people. I, I, I am legitimately curious and maybe this is cause I'm just 
you know, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm Jewish and, and, and white. Um, there's, is there anybody who are actually offended by this? Like legitimately offended by this, not like social justice warrior offended by it. Censoring everything. And I, no, I agree. I don't like censorship, but I'm just wondering if there's anybody out there who's listening to this. Is this something that not like not social justice warrior that you're actually um, Native American or whatever race out there? Are you actually upset at this? And and if you are, why? What about it is causes you to be upset? I'm I'm just curious because so there's people that huh, I almost wanted to say there's people with sense of humor and people that with it without. Uh, there's there's people take uh, uh, can, can take offense at just about anything and say, hey, you're mocking my people or you're dissing me or whatever the term of the day may be for that and say, you know, I look at it through different eyes than you look at it. You know, you, you grew up as a white privileged, even though, you know, our people have been, <laughs> been the brunt of of slavery for forever, uh, it doesn't matter to them. Uh, they're saying, you don't understand it. You didn't grow up in the hood or you didn't grow up like I did. And so this depiction is disturbing to me. Well, there's some, there's some, th- 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 that, that is valid arguments though. I mean, like if you talk about like in the 40, 40s, 30s, when the me, my shadow and I, you'd have a white guy and a black dude behind him or a white dude in black face. You know, th- there are some, at least some, so, one of the best examples that I can think of is the Jack Benny show. Mm-hmm. If you listen to any old time radio or yeah, the way back machine comes on for that one. <clears throat> if you listen to the character called Rochester. Oh yes. Right? Rochester. That's Jack, that's Jack, Jack Benny's. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I, I'm trying to, yeah, well, see, I was trying to find the, I, I got stuck in trying to find the appropriate term. His Man Friday. For it, but his Man Friday. All right. So we'll call him whatever he was. His, A book his, that had, his, nobody has read in the last 20 years, probably. His, uh, his uh, right-hand man. Let's just put it this way. Rochester did everything for him. His laundry, his packing, his all, all the, and, you know, he did, ran his house, did, did everything for Jack Benny. That today would, of course, never fly. I mean, it, it just, you couldn't get it, and, and the shows are still very funny. Was the character supposed to be black? Because I've, I've never was actually, black. Okay, because I've never actually heard the Jack Benny show. I just happen to know of the oh my, the bits. You haven't. Okay, well, it's it's pretty funny. I mean. You're, you're looking at the guy who was, you know, not a fan of comedy, so <laughs> it's the. Ah, but I thought you were all things old stuff. I am. Still not a fan of comedies. <laughs> Old comedies, new comedies. But, what about James? Well, James, did you know about the Jack? Roast. Did you know about the Jack Benny show, James? Yes, I know about the Jack Benny show, but, but I can't say that I've ever really okay, was a right. big fan of it. Well, anyway, it it, it, it. he had you know, a number of different shows through. That's okay. He had a number of different shows throughout uh, probably the late twenties, thirties into World War Two. He was a big USO guy, traveled all around during World War II and did shows. And he had uh, cam- comedy acts, he had musical acts. Um, he had, you know, he was a variety guy. Uh, it was pretty funny. Uh, his whole shtick was about how cheap he was. I mean, very, so they, 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 he, being a Jew, as a Jew, he did his whole shtick about how cheap he is. Oh, the, <laughs> okay. Yeah, the Jew, cheap. Right. Thing, yeah. And, and so that was his chick for, for the show. And that was his, I mean, so he made fun of himself and, uh, and, and the, the so-called stereotypical Jews. 
And uh, and so they had everybody on it. I mean, the white people, they had black people, they had Jewish people, they had Catholic people, they had, you know, they had, <laughs> they had a mix of everything with the show and they made fun of everybody. But that kind of show just would not be able to be made today. Well, it's like All in the Family. Yeah, it's sad. Right. All in oh, the Family is yeah. another oh, yeah. one. That never would happen. Yeah. My, my, Samson my, and Sons probably wouldn't happen today either. My favorite episode of All, All in the Family, if I remember correctly, is... Um, where Carol Connor, I don't remember the character's name, but they were in something. Some some black dude was cutting him, you know, piece, bits of pieces of apple for him to eat. And the whole bit, the whole bit of the show was how big the bigger the knife got throughout the show, <laughs> and it was just. It's hilarious because if you ever watch the show, it shows how big of a bigot Carol O'Connor's character was. Right. Um, right. You guys got to see it. It's it's incredibly funny. Archie, that's right. Thank yeah, you, Archie Bunker. By the way, skip the last episode of that TV show. Saddest episode of any yeah. TV show ever. Oh, my God. <laughs> MASH wasn't even as depressing as that show is. Because he died? No. What happened in the last episode, his wife was having issues. She went to help him of his bar, ended up dying because she wanted to help him instead of going to the doctors, the hospital. Right. Um, yeah. I guess, spoiler for the show that has been on since 1978. Um, you jerk. Right? <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> he did a spoiler. Um, <sighs> you know, I I was I was a fan of the show later what on time in life. Is it? Are we close to ending this show? What nope. a crazy show this one was. Nope. I'm sorry, James. <laughs> you weren't. You well, you know. So it was a product of its time. You guys were too way too either way too young or barely born by the time when the show first came on the air. Uh, I you think know. I wasn't born when it first. Started. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I mean, it was it was a product of its time. We cut it in reruns. It was a it, that way. it was a shock. Was, the, the ones with Sammy Davis Jr. were hilarious. On uh, on uh, all in the family. Oh, I have to chase those. Sammy. I didn't know. I have to see that. Huh. Yeah, there was a I couple where Sammy Davis Jr. showed up, and then there was a couple with uh, the Jeffersons. Well, that's how that the Jeffersons was the spinoff. Yeah, Jeffersons yeah. I knew yeah. about, right? But yeah, there was a, <laughs> there was a couple episodes with Sammy Davis Jr. that I remember seeing, and I, those were hilarious. Oh, dude, I'll have to find those. I've I've never actually seen I've never seen those episodes, and I've seen a good chunk of the 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 run. Hmm. That's hilarious. I don't remember. I'm like try, try to track that one those down, Rob. I, yeah, I remember seeing Sammy Davis Jr. in a couple episodes, and I was like, "Huh, that's interesting." I think, <laughs> every, you're right. Every it came out of nowhere. Every time I think of Sammy Davis Jr., yes. it always reminds me of the movie Everything Is Illuminated Now. Oh, for, Sammy for, Davis Jr. Jr. For all for like all eternity, that movie is going to be linked to that to the Rat Pack for me. Yeah, no, you're right. He was on a couple episodes. I'm looking at it up right at the oh. moment. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't remember him. So, yeah, anyway, pretty, uh, pretty so funny you, show. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'll, let's see if they, do they say <laughs> the episodes he was on? Uh, well, there's, you can find them all on YouTube. There's one, two, three, four. Wow. Four so, episodes. Four okay. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned. Wow. Sam I knew something that, that Rob didn't know about an old, old time. Yeah. TV yeah. Show. How about <laughs> that? If it makes you feel better, Rob probably saw it when it happened. <laughs> yeah. My, my replay in my brain isn't as good as it used to be. So you said Sanford and son probably wouldn't have been able to be. Yeah. Uh, Cause that was a great show. No, I can't see that one either. Yeah. Same, yeah. same thing. Opposite spin. Uh, 
I don't think it could be made because you don't have the comedians. I think you could do the timing. Well, that's for sure. I mean, that, that you're absolutely right. Red Fox, Red and, Fox was pretty and his neighbor. I don't remember the, the, his neighbor, but both of them were hilarious. Yeah. Um, who, who just recently died the last couple of years. So Red, Red Fox, of course, was, was, did a lot of very bigoted at, you know, if you were to look at it now, that was his shtick also the opposite way, mostly towards white people. And not that it was uh, wrong because he was right with a lot of this stuff. But the point is today where we, we, we just can't do things that seem to offend anybody. And, uh, so if, if, you know, if you're going to put out a show, can you imagine being a writer today, trying to put out a show and figure out how to do material that's not going to offend anybody. And then you've got, you've got the, Go look at the Animaniacs. That explains why, <laughs> explains why a lot of them are trying to work for the WWE. Well, they'd rather the make shitty wrestling. Is not as good because yeah. of the fact that they can't make all the jokes that they used to make. Exactly. We can't seem to make fun of ourselves. And I think that's the point. Yeah. And you know, um, may it be Mel Brooks making fun of Jews or, or Jack Benny making fun of Jews or, uh, Red Fox making fun of white people or whatever it may be. We can't, we just can't let humor be humor and realize that some of it actually is based in reality. You guys guys have heard of Ralphie May, right? Of course. Um, Look up, there's a stand-up special for the life of me. I don't remember what. I think he was on. Ralphie died, right? Yes. Yeah. By, yeah. If I remember correctly, it was it, I think it was like an, an all African American stand-up bit because he makes a comment about being a white guy with flavor or something. <laughs> um, check it out. The, the re, one of the reasons I like Ralphie May is because he cracked on everybody, and it kind of goes into my core beliefs of you know you've got to have a, a sense of humor, even though I've been accused of not having one ab- about about things. And he was he was pretty funny because he managed to do it in a style that made everybody laugh. And I haven't heard anybody may like say anything really bad about him. Like I've heard people say shit about Jeff Dunham or never have heard anybody say about <laughs> Ralphie May. Well, of course, yeah. you know, you don't want to talk bad of the dead. So well, Ralphie May was also, <laughs> also the benefit I think for Ralphie May, he's, he was also morbidly obese. Yes, he was. Which I think, which I think allowed him to, in some degree to actually say that. Get away with making racist jokes and, and stuff. Yeah. Because if you get. Sand Kinison. So oh, Ralphie God. May took a lot of stuff from San Kinnison. Really? And yeah. I mean, if you were to look at the two, some of the material was the same because, you know, Sam Kinnison, if you guys don't know who he is, look him up. I'm not going to tell you anymore. He about yells him, but, a lot. But yeah, well, that was part of his shtick. But I mean, he was, he took humor sometimes way beyond the edge of humor. <clears throat> I mean, and, and there, there was a lot to be said about some of that. And he, he started. He I was, think. he was a stereotypical PK. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's pastor's kids for those not in the yeah, church. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he grew up in church, but he, yeah, and he definitely rebelled against it. <laughs> I mean, he never saw a drug or a drink that he didn't like. And uh, After you're hitting by a car at a young age. That was tragic. They got a car accident, and he actually, he actually lived for a short period of time after no, the no, no. accident. No, like no, no, when, when he was a kid, he got hit by a car. <laughs> and the they, car killed him, too. Yeah, so. so that was the reason they said his brother was completely different, which if you, uh, Rose has same thing happened to Roseanne, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, comedians are what? tragic people. Yeah, uh, look it up. She was on the Joe Rogan podcast a couple of years ago and talked about her her life and 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 some of the issues she's she got been, hit by a car, uh, got in an accident, hit by a car, or something like that. It, it was changed her life. It was it uh, made her funny. Hey, but Mama Casca hit by hit something, right? Didn't she all of a sudden start to be able to sing? That yes, was the Lord. She had a concussion. Yeah, 
and it gave oh. her the ability to sing. So sometimes bad things turn into good things. I'll be honest. If concussion gave me the ability to sing, I doesn't sound like a bad concussion. <laughs> Trust me, having had too many of them, they're not worth it. <laughs> and I still can't sing. No, just one. I just want if, if there was that way, the guarantee to just get to a, get one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That the problem is it doesn't help. Come I, over here. I'll give you one. <laughs> The problem is I'm deaf as a stump. I wouldn't be able to tell what note I'm singing unless you're doing it by Braille. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Comedy is an interesting animal, isn't it? Because really, we, you know, it's tough to make. Nowadays, these comedi- comedians, I was thinking about the, uh, like, Jeff Foxworthy and, and uh, Larry oh, the yes. Cable Guy. Whatever happened to Larry the Cable Guy, he's gone. I haven't seen him forever. He's and getting roasted on Twitter for the shit he's saying. Ron White. Right? There's another oh, yeah. one. Ron White, <clears throat> so he was on, I think it was recently on the Joe Rogan podcast within the last year, and he, he basically said because of COVID, he said he's, he doesn't know if he's ever going to go back to comedy because he's a, he's a touring comedian, and now since he got a divorce from his wife, he lives in Texas somewhere. He said he says he doesn't know if he's ever going to be able to do it again because uh, Joe Rogan mentioned this, and was, I've never heard it put this way. He said, a comedy is a lot like sports, and I'm, I'm heavily paraphrasing. Like it's something you got to practice and you got to work right. on. It's a timing. It, it's, it's it's a timing. timing. It's right. a rhythm. And he says, if you don't get the practice, you'll, you'll never be good. And he says, it's it's not like you know something like sports where you can you can play hoops by yourself and get better at it. He said, you can't do that with comedy. You need that interaction. Mm-hmm. So I can I, see that. I would love to talk to him. I thought Ron's, Ron White's sense of humor was very interesting. It was so different than the others. You know, when the 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 he was yeah, a plus he really one. Was. He was a plus one. Yeah. Did you know that? Is it, yeah. So he talked about in one of his podcast on uh, one of the podcasts he was on that he the reason he was on there that there, there was a guy there was a guy on the tour before him but that guy pissed off Jeff Foxworthy so much that Jeff Foxworthy apparently fired him and hired Ron White. No. Oh. Well, hey, whatever works. Ooh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So but you know, you, you you rarely hear of any so it was Jeff Foxworthy Larry the Cable Guy, Ron White, and... Bill Ingvill. Bill Ingvill. Now, Bill Ingvill, now there's another guy who was extremely funny. And uh, you don't hear... Yeah, he really was. He really was. He wasn't as popular as the other guys, but he was pretty funny. He was real funny. I... He's, yeah, I don't know how, uh, he made a lot of fun with his wife, but it was always about himself with his wife. Very good, very good the, thing. The only thing he would ever do is like the, the, here's your, like there was a, here's your sign. He would crack on his wife. Right. And I've always kind of wondered what was the interaction with, because uh, in one of his specials, he talks about, he talks about being interviewed and his, his, you know, says his, his wife kind of in his story, his wife makes fun of him that, oh, he's special. <laughs> he's special. Uh, you know, yeah. like he has these weird thoughts that pop up. Um. It'd be fun to talk to these guys. I mean, it's it's too, too bad our our show isn't popular enough. We could find somebody to get a hold and say, "Hey, would you like to come on for one and just tell us a little bit about your?" I have to find yeah. it. There's a Jeff Foxworthy, a documentary. I, <coughs> I watched it a while ago. It kind of talked about his backstory and his family, and mm. it was an amazing documentary. Because one of the things I love. Uh, about documentaries comedians especially is most of them have tragic stories mm-hmm. and most of them are tragic one of my all-time favorite comedians um oh uh shot himself because of his depression um oh man it's it, we just want everybody to know it's one of those nights where we can't put two thoughts together <laughs> so we're having one of those Apparently we're all not. off um, we're all a little <laughs> off today <laughs> oh good grief it's I, all due to covid i uh, um um it's on the tip of my tongue. 
He was an amazing. Stick your tongue out since we're in the studio. Uh, I don't uh, see it. Oh, um, oh golly. Uh, If I remember, I wish I did, because he was absolutely hilarious, had depression. He was one of these comedians that was, he was funny, but he could never just get that one break. And um, Rich, uh, what's his name? Oh, darn it. Oh, Richard Jenny. Richard Jenny was one of my all-time favorite comedians. I every of his specials are still hilarious. Um and he just I heard he just needed that one break and never got it, and, you know, is is all comedians I heard most of them need that interaction I and to say hi. <laughs> oh, okay, I know who you're talking about. Well, do you want to share what we were saying with the class? <laughs> James? Who? You. I was talking to the other James. I didn't realize. You know, you got to stop talking to yourself. I didn't realize that he had actually passed away. Richard Jenny? Yeah. Yeah, he did 10, 15 years ago or more. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, he died in two, uh, March 10th, 2007. <laughs> well, you know, the thing about Hollywood and fame is that it's fleeting. So a lot of these guys, a lot of times they just, they do something, they get hot for a few minutes and go away. So I just kind of thought that may have happened. Yeah. I didn't realize he died. Com- yeah, that does seem- happen, sadly. Comedians yeah. seem to be different, though. Like, like Jay Leno says, you know, com- comedy is the only thing you can do by yourself. You don't need any extra part of the act. <laughs> Right. So, right. so my yeah. guess is comedians may lose the spotlight, but they never lose that, that, uh, that thing about them. You know, they always can make money because they originally were pretty hot, you know, yeah. versus yeah. like if you're, if oh, they you're, all end, uh, end up in Vegas in the flamingo, yeah. but the flamingo's gone. So some, the sands, that's where they end up now. I mean, if, if you're like Denise, <laughs> you know, uh, unlike somebody say like Denise Richards, who, you know, was known for being Charlie Sheen's ex and, uh, a bond girl by the name of Christmas Jones, you know, you're, 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 you kind of age out or she played a nuclear scientist. I wonder why, um, you know, so I know comedians, I, I don't think comedians have that, that issue as much as actors and actresses. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, not being a comedian, I really don't know, but I, you know, I just, uh, I was just reading something about Drew Carey just recently and he's, he's thinking about hanging up Hollywood. Uh, he does the prices right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he does the prices right. Been, yeah, as he, far as I know, he's been successful at it. He's been so. very successful at it, and I mean, maybe successful enough that he's actually thinking and thinking, "I've had enough. I've had a good run." Just quitting the, yeah, the prices right. Quitting cr- prices right and just get out of Hollywood, and he's Walking done. Walking away. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he's talking about. It. He said, "You know, it's it, he's just it's it's a hard grind," and um, oh yeah, I imagine it is. Uh, and sometimes, a couple last times I've seen him, I can see. I th- I don't watch The Price is Right. I've watched them once or twice and went, okay. I mean, I, I understand the gig. It's, he's not really a comedian in it. He's just a you know just a show host in this thing. But um, you know, I can I can see it day in day out doing doing this thing, and uh, it's a, it's a tough grain, tough tough job. Yeah, I haven't watched him on The Price is Right. I mean, I would watch it every so often when it was back when it was Bob Barker, but. Now I will say, no, yeah, I like Bob Barker. Not the switch. Yeah, but I like the original guys. I I will say that whose line is it anyway? It's mm-hmm. back. Oh gosh! But with that, that, I love that show. There's that African lady, right? Tanisha or yes. something. I like. I, yeah. I like her. She's good. Uh, she's good with her and uh, two the two Ryan, other original guys, Ryan Stiles, Stiles and, and um, Colin Mockery. Yeah, yeah, and then. Who's the guy that's uh, doing the uh, other TV show now? Uh, oh, come on. I like him really well. Uh, uh, 
the guy who can sing. Yeah, I, yeah, see, I, I didn't know he was his name too. I drew a blank on his oh, name. Come and it's on, me. I didn't know he was doing anything. Yeah, he's he was he was on it too. And, and that show actually is very funny. I can't. It's improv for those of you that don't know. And they just they throw out subjects to these guys and their ability to do things. I, I watched it the other night, and I can't I can't believe how good they are. I mean, they're unbelievable. They're, they did a musical. They, they threw out a thing. And Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady. That's it. That's it. And, Gosh, and they threw out, me. they threw out this, this named thing after that, a hockey player and a TV show. Yeah. yeah that's the way they remember it. Uh, and, <laughs> and, uh, sorry, Mr. Brady. Uh, um, you should be anyway. No, he's, he's incredibly talented. The guy's unbelievable. And they did it. They did a improv three, Three people singing and made a musical thing on the skit, and it sounded like something that had been rehearsed a hundred times. That's awesome. It's a, yeah. their their ability is just unbelievable. So, I wanted to bring something up. It's kind of the continue to push this the show into the hilarious. Eh. So, guess what TV show is coming back, James? And it was <laughs> yeah, that's a wide open thing. Guess what's coming back, James? And it's starring it. The original one was starring one of your favorite Marx Brothers. Groucho was okay. the host of this show. Can anybody guess? Oh, I... you bet your life. You bet your life. Yeah, the personality-driven, yes, 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 yes. yeah. the personality-driven game show that gave Groucho Marx a new level of fame on on the then emerging medium of television has been sold in eighty five percent of the countries. Have the fall will be hosted by Jay Leno. Seriously? Oh, really? Jay Leno's new version of the show will be launched across Fox portfolio of 29 stations, as well as stations owned by Sinclair, Nexstar, Scripps, Meredith, Gray, and other companies. Announced this came during the NATPE, whose annual Miami Confab is happening virtually this year in the latest adjustment to COVID-19. You bet your life he's going to do your the, best. The team, yeah. Then he didn't retire. <clears throat> I mean, he's got enough going on. Uh, you know, part of it probably because Jay Lone at this point, if you watch his like his YouTube show, he seems like he's doing it because he enjoys it. Like, and I think yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, well, maybe and, I mean, and how boy. much prep work does this have to do compared to how much prep work you had to do for the Tonight Show? Well, you know, talking <clears throat> about a show that you know couldn't be seen today. I mean, Groucho did stuff that people were like. <laughs> oh my god, back then, I don't think and, there's anybody alive now who saw it when it was first on. If I saw it when it was when it when was, I was a kid, but when it was that first was on, first on, yeah. I mean, when it was the, the early well, sure. days, I mean, with, yeah, how old's TV? I mean, it didn't really come out popularity in the you know in World War II, yeah. So I'm a baby boomer, it fell right into that. Uh, I'm after World War II, thank you for looking at me that way, but but <laughs> yes, I saw it, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it was an age crack if you're wondering. Um, I'm going to pay for that one. You know, I would be okay with uh, Jay Leno doing it. I uh, mean, you know, it's going to be interesting. Doing it. You know, the thing oh. about Jay is he is he is a bit PC with, with this yeah. stuff. And so he, I could see them doing it with him He's <coughs> because he's, he wouldn't be as controversial. He's loosened up quite a bit. If you've watched his YouTube show, his his YouTube, YouTube show, he does what he the the uh, COVID specials. Basically, it's him and like a camera. Right. Um, he's loosened quite a bit. He doesn't work blue, which I actually, I, I, I never did. I agree with his reasoning behind that. Right. Um, but I think he could do good with it. He's, he interacts really well with people. Um, 
And when he has guests on his YouTube show, some of the stuff he responds with people, you're like, wow, that was not really Jay-like. <laughs> um, I think he could do great. Plus the fact that Jay was an amazing interview. He had a very relaxed kind of style, which I think is a lot better personally than any of the late night hosts now. I'm certainly willing to give it a try. And, you know, if he does the show and watch it for a while and see if it keeps my attention. One of the problems with almost, almost everything that's on TV is that I'll watch it for a while and go, yeah, okay, and move on to the next thing. And that's part of the problem. One of my favorite things to do is to talk to regular people and draw the humor out of them, said Leno. This is a comedy show wrapped in a game that allows me to do just that. Hmm. So I I, I can see it. I I'll think, watch it, Jay. Put it on. Let me see. I'll, I think my appreciation for Jay has just gotten... I enjoy Jay more as Jay the car guy versus Jay the night show host. Because you, when you Jay talks about cars, you can see his personality. So once you see that more, I think okay, right. now I really appreciate Jay because you get to see you get to see him more real. So I'm really looking forward to seeing this if I actually get to watch it. I you know I used to be a big fan of the top ten that oh gosh Letterman, Letterman used to do. Yeah, that's the only thing I, I liked of Letterman was his and top then I ten. Got, then I was in uh, spinal cord rehab, and the guy across from me was watching Leno. Mm -hmm. And I was like, eh, okay, okay, whatever, you know. And then I started switching to Leno. And Letterman just, just couldn't stay up, you know, keep my attention mm -hmm. as well as Leno could. So I, I ended up switching over yeah. and becoming a, a Jay Leno fan. And that was kind of the end of Letterman because Leno would do, uh, I don't remember what the bit was at the time, but he had a little bit of a, of a competing bit at the exact same time that Letterman was do his top 10 because I tried switching back and forth, you know, like, mm -hmm. Oh, I'd just catch the top 10 and then I'd switch back over right. to, to Leno. Leno. <clears throat> and yeah, he, as far as I'm concerned, Letterman lost bad to, to yeah. Jay Leno. Letterman, as far as being a com comedian, Letterman was not. And Jay yeah. had an advantage. He, he took after Johnny Carson's style. And that yeah. being the, the monologue. And so, yeah. you know, every show started with a monologue. And they were always so funny. I mean, you look yeah. forward to that. And, and Jay was really big back in the day. I mean, I, I don't think people realize how big Jay actually was. Big as far as popular? Yeah. He was, like, back, he was, I mean, he was, I don't know, like, Sam Kinison level. But he was one of the first or first or second generation of comedians that, that were not your typical old guys. And he was really big back in the 70s. You know, I mean, that's well, one of the reasons. I won't disagree with that. I liked him. I mean, that's so. one of the reasons I think he was able to be one of the guest hosts of uh, Carson originally mm -hmm. because he was pretty big. Carson liked him. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that's the one thing people don't realize about him is he wasn't just, you know, everybody just thinks he's a tonight well, show Well, you know, all the people in the running to take over from Carson included Letterman mm -hmm. and Leno and Joan Rivers. Well, Joan Rivers shot herself yeah. in the foot. <laughs> well, you know. Joan Rivers is Joan Rivers. I mean, I either liked her or you didn't. Um, <laughs> there were a number of old, uh, other people in the running for it, and Jay just outshined everybody, basically. I mean, he just had the ability to, to kind of do the Carson style, and I think that's what drove it that way. You guys got to look it up. Um, 
you, there's YouTube. Look up Jay when Jay was a guest on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. He's hilarious. Just the stories he tells about his parents. He tells a a story about a toilet seat, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, you, uh, you you guys just got to check it out. And we're we're actually we're over time because um, I wanted to bring up the last part about uh, the, the the Jay Leno's new gig. Um, anybody have anything you want to end on? Any happy note, sad note, miserable note? I don't know. I'm curious. And, and this only brings something up the, the, out of the four of us, do any of us, eh, this is taking it from a funny, happy to a back to a bummer again, know anybody that's actually had COVID like firsthand, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, really, really firsthand. Really? No, yeah. I know. I know. I know through like a coworker, a coworker's uh, family friend or a coworker's uh, wife's, you know, yeah, type of thing. Okay, I don't know so. anybody first party. I'm just curious because I, I've had the unfortunate ability to, <laughs> because I still teach classes, and through the last couple of hundred students I had, we've had three people that actually have had COVID. Oh, jeez. And yeah. Uh, you know, and I was just curious because, you know, I, I know the numbers aren't high, so I'm always curious about have you really known somebody firsthand that's had it? And then a little bit of the stories behind how well did you do, how well did you not do, did you end up at the hospital, did you not end up at the hospital? And I was just curious because the vast majority of everybody does not know anybody that's had it, so I was just curious. Uh, so, yeah. Um, great way to end the show, huh? Sorry. So owner's daughter... She got it, and same with her uh, fiance. Uh, they both got it. Rough. Yeah. So how did she? She's a pretty she healthy got, person, so yeah, she got pretty sick for a while. It lasted a couple of days, and then she got over it. Mm. And he did the same. So they were both fairly young, so I didn't really right send them to the hospital. But yeah, they lost the taste and all that fun stuff. So and yeah. did her kid get it too uh one of her kids did get something they didn't get it tested to make sure it was covered or anything but yeah uh-huh. no any any complications you know so that way people listening will know you know too no complications i know of yeah. i mean just the just the regular they lost the taste you know taste and smell and things like that so no no nothing they're dealing with after the fact no, not that not that I know of. No, I just I'm sorry I brought that up at the end of the show. Should no. up earlier. I was just curious, I, you know. I, I would say, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> we're gonna end this with a PSA. Just like the cartoons of the eighties, do us a favor, please stay six feet away from everybody at all times possible. Wear a mask whenever possible. And if if your if your wife or significant others wonders why you're not close to them, you're welcome to blame the no, Mad Trio podcast so. as long as you tell them to listen. So ladies and gentlemen. It's all our fault. As always, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Good night.